Welcome to Dorothy's List, VPR's book club for kids, based on books nominated for Vermont's Dorothy Canfield Fisher Award. This month, we've been reading The First Rule of Punk by Celia Perez. For this episode, we visited a group of Dorothy's List readers in the Northeast Kingdom village of Orleans. A group of 5th and 6th graders are in the library of Orleans Elementary School working on making zines. Zines are like personal mini-magazines, and they're a favorite hobby of the book's main character, Malou. Humanities teacher Kyle Chadburn explains the activity. We're going to take our first stab at zine making. Okay? So the idea here is Malou definitely did not become a great zine maker overnight. So, the first zine page that I would like us to make is going to be sort of what she did in the beginning, which is, here's a zine about me. So you're going to be creating a zine page about you. These Dorothy's List readers got to work drawing pictures, creating pictograms, and writing words and symbols that describe themselves. There are cats, musical notes, portraits of friends and family, and even a couple of depictions of the Orleans Village welcome sign with its signature fish. The students also came up with questions for the author of The First Rule of Punk, like this one from sixth grader Kyler Sylvester. What was your inspiration or purpose for including zines in this book? We put Kyler's question in questions from his Orleans classmates to author Celia Perez. So I became interested in zines around the same time that I became interested in punk music. They sort of are part of um, the same subculture that is very much based on this concept of DIY, which stands for do-it-yourself. And and that basically means um, create things yourself if you want them to exist. So for a very long time, much longer than you've been alive, I have been making zines. And for me, zines were always a way to express myself and to um, sometimes work through things that I was thinking about and to write about things that I was interested in. And so when I was writing Malou's character, I thought it would be good for her to have uh, a similar way to express herself. 12-year-old Malou dances to the beat of her own drummer. She's a zine-making, punk-music-loving, skateboarding vegetarian. Malou's parents are divorced, but they're still a close family. She gets her love of all things punk from her dad, who owns a record store where they live in Florida. Her mom is a college professor, and Malou calls her super Mexican. Malou thinks her mom's goal in life is to turn her into an ideal Mexican-American senorita. But there are problems with that. First of all, Malou struggles with Spanish, and she doesn't even like cilantro, a staple herb in Mexican cooking. Malou likes her life in Florida, so she's not happy when her mom takes a two-year teaching assignment in Chicago, and Malou has to go with her. That means moving across the country from her dad and starting over in a new middle school. Fifth grader Annika Lafoe wondered how much the author and Malou have in common. Did you base Malou's character on yourself or is she made up? So Malou's character is a little bit of both of those things. She is mostly made up, but there's some things about her that are based on on my own life and on my own self. So in case you didn't notice, she's a little bit of a crank. She's a little cranky. 
<laughs> and that's that's a little bit based on me and on wanting to see other characters, especially female characters, who are not always you know just full of sunshine and and uh, and joy, who are you know sometimes a little not happy and questioning and uh, pushing back. And so uh, I think that that part is based on me. Sixth grader Eli Dunleavy had this question, which really made the author stop and think. Why did you decide to make Malu an only child and for her parents to be divorced? I hadn't really thought about it until now, why, why I would make her an only child. Perez says she's the mother of an only child, so that influenced her decision. But there are other reasons, too. And as someone who is not an only child, I imagine that being an only child is maybe a little more challenging when things come up that you need uh, you need support from others. Um, because depending on the relationships that you have with your siblings, you could find that with your siblings. But if you don't have siblings, then you have to find that somewhere else. And that is what eventually happens with Malu. She has to find support from this cast of characters that she meets in Chicago. So thank you for making me think about that. And then as far as having her parents be divorced, when I started writing the story, I knew that I wanted her to be moved from a place that is familiar to her to a place that is not familiar at all and that's a little scary and that is challenging to her. Um, And part of that is a geographical move where she has to leave Florida and go to Chicago. But um, I also thought it would be even more challenging for her to be moved from the person that she identifies with most and have to travel you know, solely with the person that she feels like she doesn't identify with at all uh, of her two parents. Her dad's record store is Malou's favorite place to be. Orlean's sixth grader Ben Roberts says he's never been in a record store, and he wondered... Have any of your friends and family ever owned a record store, and why did you... Sh- decide to include that in the story? So I don't know anyone personally who has owned a record store, but I have been to a lot of really great independently owned record stores, and that was a big inspiration for that part of the story and for that being uh, what, what Malou's dad does. It was hard for Malou to move away from her dad. Here's Perez reading about their last night together. Dad, I said, hesitating. I felt like a water balloon about to burst. Lou? I know it's not punk to be scared, but I'm scared. It's okay to be scared, Lou. Dad squeezed my hand. Hey, do you remember what the first rule of punk is? There are no rules? I asked. Okay, never mind, he said and laughed. The second rule of punk? The louder the better? You're a real comedian. I know, I know, I said. Be myself. I'd heard Dad say the same thing 5,000 times, but how's that supposed to help me? Well, it'll help you make new friends, find your people. I have friends, I said, before I could stop myself. I don't want new friends. Dad didn't respond, but I knew what he was thinking. It was the same thing I was thinking. I didn't really have any close friends at school. I considered Dad my people more than anyone else. I guess Mom was my people, too, though she was different from Dad and me. It looked like I had a lot of people finding to do. Once she gets to Chicago, Malou doesn't get off to a good start at her new school. On the first day, her punk look earns her a trip to the cafeteria for a lecture on violating the school dress code. She gets a talking to, along with a boy with blue hair and kids wearing clothing the school deems inappropriate. 
In contrast, there was a lot of self-expression going on when we visited Orleans Elementary School. It was Spirit Week and specifically Crazy Hair Day. And that reminded fifth grader Caleb St. Marie and his teacher of that scene in the book. Caleb, I should mention, was sporting blue hair himself. There was a character in a book that had blue blue hair hair and had to wash it out because it was one of the school violations. Luckily, I'm not. So imagine that, right? I'm not that at that school, though. You'd be in the cafeteria at her school right now. Caleb had this question for the author. Why did you decide to write about Malu trying to be punk in the book. When I got into punk, it was a really important thing for me because just like Malu at first, I was really just into the music, but what I eventually learned to love the most about it is uh, seeing other people, um, people my age, um, young people making things and creating things in the world that didn't exist just because they wanted to see it exist and because they knew that they had the power to do that if somebody else didn't give them that permission. So I wanted Malu to learn that about herself, too, and learn that punk was more than just the music, but it was it was going to be the way that she would decide to figure out her place in the world and in her community. And it's clear from their zine pages and participation in Spirit Week, being part of their community is important for these Orleans students, too. The book is The First Rule of Punk by Celia Perez, and special thanks to Orleans Elementary School humanity teacher Kyle Chadburn. Next time, after all the student votes are counted, we'll reveal the winner of this year's Dorothy Canfield Fisher Award. Stay tuned.